0: You're listening to the Trusting the God of the Gospel podcast, created to help parents disciple their adopted or foster teenagers. Here are your hosts, Arthur C. Woods and Elizabeth Joy Woods.
1: Well, hey everyone, welcome to the Trusting the God of the Gospel podcast episode one. Number one.
2: Sorry, did you want to say that?
1: Oh, no. No, no, no. You, you can have <laughs> the privilege of thank saying you. episode one.
2: I'll let you say number two. How's that?
1: Okay. I, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. We'll do that. Uh, we'll do that next time. But thank you. Uh, if you're listening to this, thank you so much for, for joining us. Uh, we hope this is going to be good. We hope this is going to be valuable. And if you are a parent of an adopted or a foster teenager, we think you're in the right place. So, Thank you for joining us on on this podcast journey that we're about to begin here.
2: Yeah, so if you are a parent of an adopted or foster teenager, first let me say thanks, and yeah, I hope you are in the right place. We are also parents of two foster daughters and we have had a very interesting and challenging adoption journey. It's uh, been easy. I. It's been S- so, so easy. So easy.
1: <laughs> it's had no problems, no issues. There's
2: no emotional roller coaster in adoption, and everything that they tell you is absolutely 100 the truth and on time.
1: Yep. And it's so cheap. Adoption is it's so inexpensive. Costs
2: you nothing. So <laughs> we've we're a little cynical, but no. uh, but not at all. But truly, we've we've gone through some really difficult challenges. Um, we've been married for 19 years. We started the adoption process around year 15, somewhere around there. And, um, it's been an incredible journey. And to be honest with you, although I personally would have changed the outcome cause I got my heart attached to a couple of kids who are not mine. Um, my, my relationship with the Lord has grown and my relationship with my husband has grown and I too have seen growth in him. So we can't deny, um, We can't deny God's sovereignty and God's goodness, even in our very challenging journey. Uh, We've been in ministry vocationally for years. My husband was a youth pastor for close to a decade, if not a decade. um, And we've had a wonderful opportunity to impact the lives of teenagers uh, over that time. But because of what we've gone through and our ministry and our vocational um, positions, we've been able to see a real need for um, discipling, Adopted and foster teenagers, and uh, we're—that's what we want to talk about today. We want to talk about what we need to do to better care for the hearts that God has entrusted to us. So, are you good if we get right into it?
1: I, I really am, because there's a lot of there's a lot of good material out there for for kind of uh, helping you talk to little kids, uh, even adopted and foster kids about God. But there's really nothing out there that. That helps you talk to teenagers specifically yeah. about God, especially those teenagers that have that have come from an adoption or a foster background.
2: Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Every family event is families for like kids eight and under, right? And then if they they start getting you know to the twelve year old, thirteen year old age, you can think, well, my fam- my little kids can go to that, but my teenagers have to go somewhere else. Right. And we really we have a heart for teenagers. We we love teens, and we want to. Shepherd or shepherd them and partner with you to be able to to disciple them truly. So, uh, the first question of the podcast is: What is the difference between discipleship, which is kind of like a Christianese word, and mentorship? So, you disciple kids, you mentor kids. What do you think the difference is, Mister Woods?
1: Yeah, well, I, I like this question a lot because I think we we so often use these words interchangeably. Uh, mentorship, discipleship, it's the same thing. Uh, we can use them interchangeably. And I think that's actually wrong. I think that's doing a little bit of a disservice to what discipleship really is. Discipleship yeah. really is a intentional relationship built around Jesus Christ. It's a it's a spiritual relationship. You, When you are discipling someone, it is your goal to help them become more like Jesus Christ. With a mentorship, you can really mentor anyone about anything. There's really no end to what a mentorship could do. But a discipleship, man, that's when you get to really talk to someone about God and help them understand who Jesus is and help them become more like Jesus. And that's what we're going to be talking about today discipleship, not mentorship.
2: Yeah, and I think you said this, but it's a lifelong relationship, right? Our Mm -hmm. relationship with Christ is a lifelong one. We're always going to be changed into His image and sanctified. So I think when you're coming into a circumstance of of discipling a teenager or discipling someone, you're really committing to—maybe your relationship will not always be as close all throughout the years, but you're committing to always being a resource to encourage them in their growth uh, and their love of Jesus Christ. So yeah, that's awesome.
1: Right. So let's face it. I mean, the, the those of us who have been followers of Christ for many years, our discipleship process still hasn't ended.
2: Oh, no, not even close. So it's, <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: the, the teenagers, are, they're just getting started yeah, at this point.
2: exactly. Exactly. Yeah, the teenagers are just getting started, and I've, I'm about two minutes ahead of them. So all right, yeah. we're all set. So talking about teenagers, what is unique about teenage discipleship specifically?
1: Yeah, I think everything's unique about teenage. Everything is (laughs)
2: unique. What is
1: not unique about teenage discipleship? I I think it's important to realize that that discipleship is not one size fits all. Um, A lot of times we we see um, a lot of discipleship curriculums or resources or support groups or that kind of thing, and so much of it is designed around uh, either adults or designed around children, younger kids. Yeah, absolutely. So when we talk about discipleship of teenagers, we have to understand some of the, the unique uh, structures of that, and one of them is being identity. And identity is such a huge thing that teenagers are wrestling with this day. They, they want to know who they are. They have so much stuff being thrown at them through uh, through church, through school, through media, through mm-hmm. Hollywood, through friends, through school, through everything— and so much about, about who they should be, or who they need to be, or who they shouldn't be, and that kind of thing. And so they're constantly wrestling with this question of, who am I? What is my identity? Right. And that that becomes really important when you're talking about a relationship with God, because the Bible has a lot to say about who we are when it comes to our identity. And teenagers need to understand that, and we may we may just need to present that in kind of a a intentional and specific way understanding where kind of the teenage mind is, if you can really understand the teenage mind. I don't have it figured out. Teenagers don't want to believe in God because that's what their parents believe. Right. Uh, That's what mommy and daddy told me to believe my whole life, so I believe in Jesus, I believe in God, yada, yada, yada. When they get to their teenage years, they start asking themselves the question, do I really even believe this? Uh, yeah maybe i grew up in sunday school maybe i grew up in in church but do i even believe that god is who he says he is do i believe this thing called the bible right and so they're going on a journey of kind of rediscovering their faith now obviously not every teenager grew up in a in a christian environment and often when it comes to adopted and and foster kids many of them did not grow up in a christian environment but for those that did they really are looking to move from this is the religion of my parents to this is what I really believe at the core of my soul. I really believe this, or maybe I don't.
2: So uh, teenage discipleship, we've kind of covered. What's more unique about the discipleship of specifically adopted and foster care teenagers?
1: Yeah, and that gets even more challenging because I think just general teenage discipleship is tricky. Yeah. And then I mean, we could add, have
2: talked about that for another hour.
1: Absolutely. And there's there's podcasts just dedicated to the discipleship of, of teenagers in general. Yeah. But when you start adding the, the adoption and foster care piece, it becomes far more challenging because I, I would say really every kid that has ever been adopted or even is residing in foster care has experienced trauma on some level. Mm-hmm. Now that's even... Including the kid that maybe they were adopted from day one into an amazing family. They've had a great life. Everything has been wonderful.
2: Yeah, white picket fence, the whole nine yards. Right,
1: exactly. But even then, when they become a teenager, they still have to process the loss of their biological parent or parents. And they have questions about that. And they need to figure out why did this happen and what happened. And, And they go on a journey there that... That honestly is traumatizing. Even if you had this great family background, it's traumatizing yeah. to say, wow, they, the parent or parents that gave birth to me are no longer around. And how do you deal with that? And then you, then you add to the equation all the kids who haven't had great upbringings at all, that, that they've been abused, that they've been abandoned, they've been neglected, they've experienced great, great loss. And they've been traumatized over and over and over again. Man, when you talk about that, you start realizing, wow, to engage a traumatized, adopted, or foster teenager about a conversation regarding God, that's a whole new thing. So how is it more unique? I would say in one word, trauma. That is what makes the, the discipleship of adopted and foster kids more unique is trauma.
2: Yeah. So as we've learned, um, you know, through just processing a lot of this, and honestly discipling a lot of foster care and teenager to foster care kids in our home, we have realized that we really need to have trauma informed discipleship. We need to put on the trauma lens. So can you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, I love that. I love that phrase trauma informed discipleship because it really. it it really puts in perspective the type of discipleship that we need to be engaging uh, our teenagers in if they come from a trauma background. We really need to be aware of their backgrounds and take that into consideration when we're engaging them in conversations about God. Because we always hear talk about trauma-informed classrooms, trauma-informed counseling. We don't really hear anything about trauma-informed discipleship. Right. And I think it's time that we start hearing about trauma-informed discipleship. So as we engage our teenagers in conversations about God, we need to be intentional about thinking, okay, what's their background? What are they thinking right now? When I talk to them about a certain concept in the gospel message, is this going to be easy for them to embrace, or is there something in their background that is keeping them from embracing? And I think one great example of that, in fact, we're going to go into more detail on this next time but a great example of that is just the idea that God is our Father. Yeah. God is our Heavenly Father. Right.
2: We say that all the time, and it means great things to us.
1: Yeah, and I had a good father, so that's not really that difficult for me to embrace that. Oh, okay, cool. God is my Father. I like that. Sure. It's a plus. It is a plus, very much. It's a good, good analogy. However, if your father was perhaps not a good father, if he abandoned you or abused you or whatever the case may be, when someone comes up to you and says, you know what, God is your father, well, you might have kind of a negative idea about what the word father means. And so as as parents of adopted and foster teenagers, we need to be aware of those kind of things, those, those words or phrases or concepts in the gospel that might actually be barriers to these kids fully embracing and trusting the God of that gospel.
2: Right. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, so... We're looking at discipleship through the lens of their trauma. We're understanding better. We're reminding ourselves uh, how to speak. So when we talk about the gospel, can you tell me what you define the gospel as?
1: Yeah, I think... Uh, You know, a lot of people define the gospel differently. For me, it's very simple. It's the story of God restoring his creation back to himself. As simple as that. It starts in the book of Genesis with creation and original sin, and it goes right on through the book of Revelation and beyond. It's, It's the idea that God created a perfect world, that through sin we destroyed that world, and over time he is restoring that world that creation back to himself and that includes yeah. our kids.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: We live in a in a kind of a fallen, sinful world and we have a message of great hope and our teenagers, our adopted and foster teenagers can benefit from that message. So it's the story of God restoring his creation back to himself.
2: Yeah, and you know one of the things that I love about this is that when we're we're <laughs> discipling these kids, right? We're talking about restoring their relationship with Jesus Christ and strengthening their relationship with Jesus Christ. We talk about the gospel, but we're also able to use their stories to heal. You know, a couple of weeks ago, my little one said, you know, why did God let this happen to me? Mm-hmm. And and I, I just use the gospel to explain it. You know, the gospel is the answer to so many of our questions, and it, it's not easy to say those things, and it's not easy. It's not the you know, it's not the lo- loving, tender message that you always want to tell children right. who are hurting, but it's also the truth. And within the truth, we can find the strength to overcome the evil of the day, which is, in so many cases, you know, what we're what we're fighting against.
1: Yeah. And we, you know, we're talking about trauma-informed discipleship, but, but there's a sense in which it is gospel-informed answers. Our yeah. kids are asking us really difficult questions. Where was God when I was going through this? We need to provide them with gospel-informed answers, because as we understand the gospel, as they understand the gospel, it becomes a little easier to accept some of the things that are going on in this world today and accept some of the things that, unfortunately, have even gone on in their life in the past.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: So that's kind of where we are today. Uh, We laid some groundwork today in terms of what discipleship is and how it's unique amongst the adopted and foster teenage group. Uh, and from here on out, in the in the following podcast episodes, we're really going to be looking at some specific words and concepts within the gospel message that may be troublesome for, for these adopted and foster teenagers. We already brought up the idea of father. Maybe that concept could be uh, difficult for an adopted or foster teenager. But what about concepts like love and forgiveness and control and adoption and identity and all these things that we talk about in the gospel that may just put up some pretty quick barriers to these kids that have a trauma background. So we're hoping you stick with us. Next week, we'll be talking about, uh, next time we have the podcast, we'll be talking specifically and and diving a little deeper into the concept of God is a father unlike any father we've ever had before. Yeah. And how an adopted and foster teenager might have a, a really hard time embracing that idea, depending on what their background is.
2: Yeah. So we hope to see you next time.
1: Yeah, thanks for listening to episode number one of Trusting the God of the Gospel. We'll see you next time. Thanks so much.
0: See ya. Today's episode was brought to you by the Trusting the God of the Gospel video series. For more information on this powerful discipleship resource for adopted and foster teenagers, visit trustingthegodofthegospel.com forward slash shop. If you found today's content valuable, leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to this podcast, and don't forget to subscribe. For more information on your hosts, Arthur and Elizabeth, please visit them at arthurcwoods.com or elizabethjoywoods.com. Thanks for listening to the Trusting the God of the Gospel podcast.